and welcome back to BAM, That's God's Word podcast. Today we are going to be doing Philippians 4, which is our last chapter in Philippians. And then after this, we will be moving on to Colossians. Yeah, so if you guys have your Bibles, go ahead and open them to Philippians 4. Pause and read it. If you don't have your Bibles, that's okay. You can always listen and then go back and read later. But we encourage you to have your Bibles so you can study the Word for yourself and follow along with us. Yeah, so let's go ahead and dive right into the first verse of chapter 4. So it says, Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. So right off the bat, um, Paul's telling the Philippians to stand firm in the Lord. So I think that's really important to just affirming his first point in this first in this chapter, just to stand firm in the Lord no matter what's happening through your life. Um, and I also really like the point when he says, therefore, he's also connecting back to what he just said in chapter three, which if you go back and listen to our episode, um, you can hear the full talk about what we discussed about. But a quick summary is just talking about we were talking we were discussing righteousness through faith in Christ and also straining towards the goal of following Christ. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. He also addresses just how much he loves and longs for them. He says, whom I love and long for, and he calls them my beloved. Just Paul is just addressing how much he loves the Philippians and the church mm-hmm. and just saying, I'm running to you because I care for you and I want you to hear this from me and from God. Yeah, he really sets it off on a good tone, mm-hmm. like um, the rest of the chapter. He really just, mm-hmm. it's a good way to start it. And I like how he said, my joy and crown, because in this chapter, he will talk a lot about joy, which oh, we'll yeah. get to. Mm-hmm. There's like so many verses about it, um, which is important because we know we can find joy in Christ. It's one of the fruits of the spirit. And it's important to have in our faith and walk with Christ mm-hmm. because we have that joy like he he's resurrected he has died for our sins we can be with him forever and that's a big reason to be joyful yeah and then verse two and three he discusses about these two women i don't know how you say yoda yoda and yoda yoda you say it and i i don't know how to say them but i think yoda and sinchite sinchite i don't know if you look in your Bibles, you can see how yeah, they're spelled. Um, but Paul is just talking about, he says, I entreat Yodia and I entreat Sinchite to agree in the Lord. Yes, I ask you also, true companion, help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel together mm-hmm. with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Yeah, so he's talking about how these women have been working together with Paul and just encouraging the Philippians to support them and encourage them for all their hard work and just, yeah. Yeah, he's also talking about how they had a disagreement. He said, like, I entreat um, these two women to agree in the Lord. They had a disagreement as members in the church, and Paul is calling them to agree and to unite Mm -hmm. and to come together. And they, yeah, and they have, it's, he says, who have labored side by side with me in the gospel together. So he's saying that they have before worked through this and he's wanting, encouraging them to work through this thing. Um, and he says, we have two, two notes in our Bible that help explain this saying, Paul does not reveal the source of tension between Iodia and Sintite. Uh, agree in being of the same mind. And then verse three, it says, true companion labored side by side. 
where Paul also encouraged unity among those who are striving side by side for the gospel. Yeah. So then going into verse 4, um, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Just, yeah, just like that song. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Yeah. So um, here, yeah, he's talking about rejoicing in the Lord and just finding that joy in him. Yeah. And then... In verse 5 and 6 and 7, he says, Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. So let's mm-hmm. actually just stop at verse 5 and talk about that. But we have a note in our Bible that says reasonableness. Seeking what is best for everyone and not just mm-hmm. for oneself. The Lord is at hand. Jesus will return as judge and will hold people responsible for their deeds. Mm-hmm. So um, the first part is talking about reasonableness, seeking what is best for people and making sure they're okay, they're comforted, and they're good. And then it talks about the Lord is at hand and yeah. the judgment day and how um, we will be judged at his feet and mm. at the throne. And I think that's just something to keep in mind mm. because it's important. Like, our we our sins have been paid for, but we're, we're still going to get to that judgment day. Um, and it's a big thing, and it can be scary, but we... If we are in Christ, we know we will receive eternal life and our sins are forgiven. So that's just something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this note also tells us to look at James 5, 9, which says, Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. So explaining more of that judgment day aspect of when Jesus comes back and sees what we did on earth and if that's good enough um, according to what he would like. Mm-hmm. And then going into verse 6 after that, um, verse 6 says, it's a very popular verse, verses 6 and 7. Mm-hmm. They say, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So these verses, you know, he's talking about do not be anxious, um, but that God is there. And in verse 7, he says, yeah, and the peace of God, which suppresses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So he's talking about how it will guard their hearts and guide them and that they don't need to be anxious or worry because he's there. And yeah. Yeah, these verses are really serving as an encouragement to them. Um as what to do when they're anxious and they need just that peace as Maddie was talking about. Mm. And then verses 8 and 9 are also really good and well-known verses. Yeah. Um, one part I found, I was reading a study about Philippians, and I really liked it and its emphasis. So it was talking about um, this, this, these two common verses, 6 and 7, and... It was discussing saying for when it said when talk when Paul talks about anxieties, most of the time our anxieties are caused by failing to recognize God in the situation. When we bring our anxieties to God, we realize that none of them are worthy of fretting over in light of the awesome power and goodness of God to us. Even if things do not fall out for the way we pray for them, just knowing that God has been called upon to deal with the situation comforts us. Additionally, coming to God with thanksgiving reminds us that no situation is really completely bad and worthy of our anxiety, worth our anxiety. So I really like that, how 
that Bible study explained it. And just verses 6 and 7 are so prominent verses, and they're such have great description of not being anxious and then also with it verse 7 and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus because of the prayer that if the Philippians do that's what's going to come out peace of God and I think that part just needs to not be looked over so quickly and just be emphasized even though it's a common verse you really need to like go deep into it and say like this is what Paul wants to get across and like this not being anxious about anything, but instead praying and letting our requests be known to God so that God can help us through them. Yeah, yeah. And then in verses 8 and 9, um, he is still kind of relating, but I think now instead of encouragement, I mean, this isn't encouragement, but it's more talking about, like, principles to live by and um, good um, truths to follow in your relationship mm-hmm. with Christ. He says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. So all of these things, they're so important in our daily walk with Christ and our relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that this whole book is really a letter that Paul is writing, and we addressed a lot of these things, and Paul addressed a lot of these things that are listed here. Mm. Um, you can find them back in other sections and or listening to other episodes. But if you go back and read for yourself, he talks about Thanksgiving and prayer, which Becca just talked about, mm. um, advancing the gospel, living for Christ, being a light in the world, humility, righteousness, and encouragement and straying toward the goal like all these things connect and paul is saying to the philippians like take my example because i have lived for this like this is a testimony of paul's life and he's saying take my example and live by it and live for christ and serve him and um follow all these things in your walk with him yeah paul's definitely a good example for them to follow and i mean yeah he's great and he's showing them all these things not only like has is he talking about himself doing that? But he has shown them mm. and just been and just showing them Christ and what how they should live. Yeah, I really like these two verses have been with me my whole entire life. And I've focused on them and talked about them so much in my family life and just personally. Um, but I really like the parts. I like looking at this verse in different translations because it says it so well in different things and emphasizing different points so in niv it says finally brothers and sisters whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is admirable if anything is excellent or praiseworthy think about such things whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me put into practice and the god of peace will be with you so just seeing how different translations say different things and it says it also well in the NLT version, which Maddie really likes. And it says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing, and the God of peace will be with you. So just seeing these different ways that it's written, but all emphasize the same points about what Addie and Maddie were talking about of how Paul gives this great example of what to follow. And so I think it's really cool looking at it from different translations. Yep. Um, 
And then he talks about joy again in verse 10. He says, I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at length you have received your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. So, yeah, we see Paul emphasize points and is super repetitive with things he wants to get across. Mm-hmm. He talked about rejoicing multiple times in previous chapters and then in this chapter, he's talked about it at least three times. He says in verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And then he says, and again, I will say rejoice. So it says it twice there. And then it says it again in verse 10. Yeah, and in verse 10, he says, I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now in length. And then he like goes on to say other things. But that's an example of, like mm-hmm. we said before, him of him being an example for the Philippians. Like he's saying... I have rejoiced, and then he's telling them to rejoice. Mm. So that's where they can be an example, or he can be an example for them. Yeah. Yeah, and then moving along in verses 11 and 12, um, these are, I really like these. They're a little complicated, but also I really like these verses too. Yeah, and and in these verses, Paul is speaking from his own experience and what has happened in his life. So those are things that he points out there to them. Yeah. He says, Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. So I think, again, this is a testimony of his life and what God has done in his life. And he has learned to be content. Um, We know he was in jail for a time and is in jail writing this and um i think so yeah and he's being content with whatever situation he is in and is just and um just being okay with where god has him and where he is serving him Hmm. yeah um they're really like good verses and then moving on verse 13 says it's a really common verse um philippians 4 13 says i can do all things through him who strengthens me so it's discussing about paul is giving his testimony of life and he's saying god can strengthen me through whatever i do and even though he had those hardships like he mentioned more in verses um 11 and 12 but that's where he had his hope and that's where he got Mm -hmm. his strength from Mm -hmm. yeah and then Going into verse, going into the next couple verses, he talks about the support of the Philippians. Mm. Yeah, um, I really like, but also going back to verse 13, he's discussing, like, Paul emphasizes this point, and he's saying that, like, God strengthens him in believers in what God wants to do with their lives. Our note in our Bible says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. This does not mean God will bless whatever a person does. It means God. God gives believers the strength to do whatever he asks them to do. And I think that's really hard to admit as a Christian sometimes saying, Lord, I want to do this with my life. But then God saying, child, I want you to do this. This is what I is going to be best for you. Just try it and I will give strength for you to be able to do it. And I think that's such a good perspective to look at it and saying, God's going to use you for a purpose and he's going to, put something in your life that may be challenging and hard, but he, if it's his purpose, he's going to give you strength to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, as Maddie was leading into the next verses, um, 
he is now talking about like how the Philippians were going to give to him, but um, and how he was so grateful for that, for their gifts and for their support. Um, he talks about and he talks about that in verses fourteen, fifteen, and then sixteen too, and then. Verse 17 is a good verse. It says, not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases mm-hmm. to your credit. And the Philippians, he is, or their giving is also increasing their their credit and benefiting them. Um, the Bible says that, um, that whatever we give, we will receive. Mm. And yep. just having that state of what the Philippians, like they're just being eager to give and support Paul. And he's saying, mm. I'm seeking the fruit that also helps you, too. Like, you're giving to me, but the fruit will also grow in you. Yeah, and in verse 15, just going back there quick, he talks about how no one else um, was giving and receiving, only the Philippians. Mm. And so that that's where he's showing his appreciation for them and all that they've done for him. Yeah. This part, this just emphasizes how the Philippians are being good members of the church body and supporting fellow um, Christians in what they're doing. And I think we are called to really support our brothers and sisters in Christ. And the Philippians do a great example of this. Um, And then moving on, verse 18 says, I received full payment and more. I'm well supplied having received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. I like that point where it's like their gift is making, they're making sure the gift that they sent is pleasing to God. And I think that's really important to whatever we're doing in this whole chapter kind of points on it, but whatever we're doing should be pleasing to God and make sure that it should be acceptable in his eyes and what God would want to do. Mm-hmm. And then in verse 19, he says, I'm encouraging the Philippians and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And he's just saying, you have given to me and whatever you need, whatever you need to serve me, God will support you and God will give to you your needs. Um, And I just like the words Paul says, according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. God is his riches and what he gives us is such a blessing. Every good thing mm-hmm. comes from God. And I think just the way Paul put it, it here is really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in verse 20 to the end, he says, um, to our God and father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Mm-hmm. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, especially those of Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Jesus Christ be with your spirit. He always or typically ends his all of his books so well and just with blessing them and just giving them hope and um, applications and just really great stuff. Yeah. Moving on, good segue. Um, some application points that we want to emphasize for this part is just my application for you guys is found in verses 8 and 9 when it talks about finally brothers to do such things, um, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, praiseworthy. So thinking about these things that Paul lists and then applying them to our lives and seeing then the fruit that prospers from us um, applying that. So like looking for one way this week to be able to apply these things to your life is my point. Yeah, so another application for you all listening is 
just how the Philippians supported Paul. Hmm. And think of ways that you can be supporting your other brothers and sisters in Christ and just everyone and just showing them encouragement and just because that will shine through and they will be able to see Christ through that. Yeah. Yeah. And the last thing that stuck out to me is just how Paul emphasized joy in this Mm -hmm. chapter. He listed joy and talked about it in verse one when he said my joy and crown. He talked about it in verse four when he says rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. And then lastly, in verse 10, when he says, I rejoice in the Lord greatly. So we have all we need to find joy in Christ. We have Christ. He is our joy. He is our strength. And I just encourage you, what can you find joy in in your life? Even mm. the little things or the bigger things, we can find so much joy in our life because of what Christ has done for us. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening um, to Philippians 4 today. St- stay tuned for the first chapter of Colossians. Woo. Which means we only have one book left of the season of God Eats Pie Crust, G-E-P-C. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure you go follow us on um, Pinterest and Instagram at BAMPodcast08. Um, we will be giving some hints about our next season. And so make sure you go and check that out. Also, feel free to email us at BAMPodcast08 at gmail.com. We absolutely love hearing from you all. And if you email us, you will be receiving an extra hint about our next season. We So, yeah, go ahead and email us and just share your thoughts and questions and prayer requests. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to go through all these books together and then just share them with you guys because we think these are such key and important books to be sharing. Yeah, and that's it.